This portion of the Cliff Notes Podcast is brought to you by Tolly and Associates, Bard's Roofing, Adams Bar and Grill, David Jin Showbrow, Robin Stacia Studer, Patrick Lyle, Little Caesars of St. Joseph, The High Ho Bar and Grill, Weaver Overhead Door, Scott Hudson from Reese Nichols Eyed Capital Realty, Chad and Kay Lewis, Miljavik Electric, Aaron and Josh Perry, Janelle Glidewell of Light Star Financial, JC's Hardwood Floors, Ingalls Plumbing and Excavating LLC, Musser Construction, Hickson Klein Funeral Home LLC, KT Logistics LLC, Cutting Edge Commercial Cleaning, Preferred Lighting Protection, and St. Joseph Basketball Academy and Heath Dudley. Thank you guys so much for your support and contribution to the podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton Groups. Tonight, it is Thursday night, February the 23rd, 2023. We got a big edition of the Post-it Notes lined up for you. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get started with tonight's show. The Bishop LeBlanc girls started their Class 2 District 16 championship title defense in style, using stiff defense and 10 three-pointers to defeat St. Joe Christian 72-35. Tatum Studer had 20 points on four threes. Caleb Beam had 15 points on five threes. And Shay Lewis added 13 points with a three of her own. All three of those girls combined for all 10 of the team, of the team's three-pointers. Head coach Jackie Steltenpole joined me to talk tonight's victory. Coach, um, controlled the game from whistle to whistle tonight, uh, moving on to a, another district championship game on third straight. Um, coach, just give me your thoughts. Um, I'm just glad that our girls came out and kind of, you know, set a good uh, first half so that we could, you know, get some shots up and get our rhythm back. Um, and I'm just, I'm really proud of how hard they executed tonight. Um, talk about the three-point shooting tonight. Ten threes on the night for you guys. Um, Kayla Beam with five of them. Just, um... Give us your thoughts. We haven't talked about her on this podcast. Just give us your thoughts on Kayla's performance. Yeah, she's kind of a silent, sharp shooter. Um, when she gets in, I think she's been kind of a little bit hesitant to shoot, um, just trying to, you know, get a good offensive flow. But tonight she hit one, and I think just kind of triggered a light bulb for her to keep lighting them up. And um, I was just proud that she was able to make five of them. I mean, kudos to her, and our, our girls recognized that she was on fire tonight and kept feeding her the ball. Defensively, you guys did a pretty good job as well, you know, holding them to um, a, a little over 30 points, you know, with Chloe Burnham in the lineup. Just talk about you guys' defense tonight. Yeah, our defense was um, – we wanted to make sure that we, you know, still played aggressive. Um, I don't think that our box-out game was the best, and I don't think that we were very strong in certain uh, points of the game. But they definitely had some aggressive um, steals tonight, which really helped get our lead. Got this team back into the district championship game on Saturday for the third straight season. This is a roster that a majority of them played to all three of them. So just talk about, you know, getting the team back to a third straight district championship game. Um, yep, yeah, just one game at a time. Um, we're excited to see who we play on Saturday and ready to start preparing for them. And I think that we, just, we know that we're mentally ready. We've been through this before, but we got to still execute and do the little things. Coach, congratulations on moving on to another district championship. Thank you so much for everything always. And we'll see you on Saturday. Thank you. Thank you. The other um, semifinal matchup in Class 2 District 16 saw East Atchison overcome a slow start to defeat Nottoway Valley 56-48. The victory puts EA in the district title game for the fourth time in five seasons. Washburn Volleyball Commit Natalie Headland finished with 22 points. 17 of those came in the second half. Wolves coach J Dustin Barnes joined me to talk about tonight's win over Nottoway Valley. 
Coach, um, picked up a nice um, 56-48 to 48 win tonight over Nottoway Valley. Just, um, just offer up your thoughts on the team's performance. Uh, it was a gritty game. I mean, there were 44 fouls called. I mean, you know, we had two kids foul out. They had three or four. I don't know. It was just – it was a battle. Both teams were playing really hard and getting after it. And uh, very defensive the first half. Nobody could seem to want to score or wanted to take advantage of it. Um, but uh, they're, they're in the second half. They got in a little bit of foul trouble, and that uh, led to us being able to get some easy buckets and go back to what we do best, which is get the ball inside. Yeah, so – you know, Natalie and um, others were able to get the ball inside. Was When Ava picked up her fourth foul, was that something that you guys kind of emphasized a little bit, maybe at half, maybe taking the ball inside a little bit more? We've been emphasizing taking the ball inside um, for the last 10 days because we <laughs> haven't played for 10 days. And as you could tell, the first, like, I don't know, 12, 13 minutes of the game, we did not really do that very well. Um, and then we finally started doing that a little bit, and th good things started coming our way. Coach, um, four out of the last five years, you guys are in a district championship game. Um, have the opportunity for the third straight year to play Bishop LeBlanc, this time um, for a district championship. Just um, give us your thoughts on playing LeBlanc for a district title on Saturday. Well, they're a heck of a team. I mean, you know, we, we've played them in our last three district championships now, and uh, they managed to get us the last couple, and they're, or sorry, well, one of the, one of the two. So long story short, they're a great team. Um, they provide a, a whole other set of issues. Um, they're just, they're, they're really good. They played some great games, and uh, we're, we're just fortunate and honored to be able to get a chance to go out and play against them. Well, Coach, congratulations for making it to this point. Um, congratulations, and we'll see you on Saturday. All right, thank you very much. So that sets up Saturday's district championship game at North Andrew as one-seeded Bishop LeBlanc will face second-seeded East Atchison. The Golden Eagles have eliminated the Wolves from the playoffs the last two seasons. Tip-off is set for 2 p.m. on Saturday in Rosendale. Let's go ahead and let's run down some other district scores from this evening in Class 3, District 15 in Lathrop. Number one seed East Buchanan took care of business over Lawson 56-34. How about a mild upset here in the 2-3 game? Mid-Buchanan girls over Lathrop 54-38. That sets up the battle of the Buchanans for the Class 3 District 15 championship at 1 p.m. in Lathrop on Saturday. Let's now go to Class 2 District 15. This is where everything's going to start getting crazy. In the 1 versus 5 game, how about the Plattsburgh girls stunning one-seeded West Platt? 48-46 to in overtime. The Tigers are now in the district championship game. They will now be joined by Polo. Third-seeded Panthers defeated North Platt tonight, who's the second seed, 52-48. to that sets up Plattsburgh and Polo for a district championship game. That is at 1 p.m. at North Platte on Saturday. Class 1, District 16 girls. Platte Valley defeats South Holt 62-23. And Mound City over Northeast Nottoway 37-34. That sets up Platte Valley and Mound City in the district championship game on Saturday at Northeast Nottoway there in Ravenwood. Class 1, District 15 girls at King City. Host, host Wildcats defeated fourth seed of Pattonsburg 43 to 21. Top seed of King City holding serve in that one. And then DeKalb over Stanbury 37 to 25. That sets up a battle of the Tigers there in King City on Saturday. That is at 3 p.m. there in King City. A couple of um, non district matchups that we're going to run down scores for tonight. On the boys' side, Lafayette defeated Van Horn on Cedar Night. 
59 to 54. Also, Maryville all over Chillicothe, 70 to 49. In girls' non-district action, how about the two? How about the number two ranked team in Class Four, Bitten, taking care of business against Pembroke Hill tonight, 52 to 52 to 27 was the final on that one. And then the Chillicothe girls over Maryville. 53 to 38. The big classes, classes four through six, will begin districts next week. Let's go ahead. Let's run down some wrestling results. Why don't we? And I, I tried so hard to try to get everybody on the list here. I apologize if I missed anybody. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Let's run down the list here. We're going to start on the girl side. Class 1, 100-pound division. How about Jade Brundage from Savannah, a freshman, taking home a state championship? Taking fifth place in the 100-pound class was McKenna Alden from Lafayette. In the 105-pound class, congratulations to Delaney Smith from Mid-McKenna for winning a state championship in the 105-pound class. In the 120-pound class, taking second place is Yu Lee from Chillicothe at 125. Taking fifth place was Jacqueline Reedinger from North Andrew how about at 135, uh, a state championship? So maybe Cannon had the first two girls state champions in their program's history. The first one was Delaney Smith. How about Callie Schuster becoming the second, winning a state championship at the 135-pound class? Taking fifth place in the class was Michaela Knight from Lathrop. 140-pound class, Tatum Levendahl took second from Benton. She finishes her decorated career with a 140-pound second-place finish there in Class 1. 155-pound, how about Justice Brewer from Cameron winning a state championship? And at the 235-pound class, Holly Hedgepath from Cameron finishes second there. we got a few team results that we're going to pass to you. How about in fourth place as a team, there's the Cameron Dragons, and then in fifth place was the Mead Buchanan girls. Let's now move on to the boys' side. In the 105-pound class, taking first place was Garrett Bean from Lathrop. Congratulations, Garrett, on your state championship at the 105-pound class. At the 215-pound class, Fisher Nixdorf, a football standout from Penny, took Elm a state championship there in that class. We got a bunch of high finishes in Class 2 at the 106-pound division. Bubba Pratt from Cameron takes home a fourth-place finish. And then Grant Schuster from Mibucana takes home a fifth-place finish. At the 113-pound class, third place goes to Spencer Cunningham from Mibucana. And then rounding out the place finishes there. And sixth place was Carter Shippers from Chillicothe. 120-pound class, Creighton Cook from Savannah takes home a sixth-place sixth place finish. 126 pounds, we got a state champion, a local state champion, Caleb Hush. From Cameron winning a state title there in the 126-pound cl class. Congratulations, Caleb, on that honor. 132 pounds. Ryder Coons from maybe Canada takes home the third-place finish there in that class. 138 pounds. How about first place, Chase Short from Cameron. Congratulations, Chase, on a state championship. 144 pounds. Let's go sixth place here. Lincoln Lefebvre from Savannah. 150-pound clash, Bishop Rush. Finishing his career with a second place finish there from the Bitten Cardinals in fourth place. Gage Jones 
from Cameron finishes at the fourth place position. How about 165 pounds? A decorated career for Jay Griner capped off with his second straight state championship. He finishes his career with two straight state championships and then two second place finishes his freshman and sophomore years. Taking on fifth place in that same class was Colton Kirkham from Mid-Buchanan. At the 170-pound class, third place goes to Jackson Perkins. His first appearance in Columbia nets him a third-place finish. Also, congratulations to Zach Kelly from Mid-Buchanan taking home a fourth-place finish. 190 pounds now, Cooper Burnside's from Savannah finishes with a second-place finish at the 190-pound division. Also, congratulations to Wade Stanton capping off his decorated career with a third-place finish there in Class 2. He will be taking his wrestling talents to William Jewell and then capping off the 190-pound class is Brock Miller from Chillicothe finishing in sixth place. 215 pounds. How about Owen Stockbauer from Mid-Buchanan with a fourth-place finish? And then let's go to the Hosses here, the big Hosses at 285 pounds. And a third-place finish is Seth Cruz from Mid-Buchanan and the Court Watkins from Maryville taking home a fourth-place finish. Team finishes on the boys' side include Mid-Buchanan with a second-place finish and Cameron with a fifth-place finish. I'll tell you what, if we couldn't have enough accolades here on this episode of the Post-it Notes, that's, let's now move on to college basketball now. For the 10th straight season, the Northwest Mid are your MIAA champions. The Bearcats defeat Central Oklahoma 65-51 in a game that not only had MIAA but Central Region implications, as well as the Bearcats, are number one in the Central Region in the Central Region rankings. Those came out on Wednesday. West Dreamer had 17 points tonight on five threes. Mitch Mascari also chipped in with 16 points with four threes of his own. Bennett Sturts capped off the double-digit scoring with 10 points. Bearcats are now 26-2, 19-2 in the MIAA. They will host Missouri Southern on Saturday to cap off the regular season. How about the Northwest women almost scoring triple digits, throttling UCO 97 to 50. Lindsay Kelderman had seven threes and finished with 25 points. Kelsey Fields had 19. Kaylee Keston had 17. And Jada Green had 12. Bearcats are now 14 and 13, 9 and 12. They will host Missouri Southern on Saturday along with the men. And the Missouri Western men keep their hopes of an MIAA tournament berth alive, defeating Nebraska Cardi in a makeup game, 83-78. Jerron Davis, how about it, uh, on his birthday, scoring 23 points and 11 rebounds. Tayfields also added a double-double of his own, scoring 15 points and collecting 11 rebounds. Julius Dixon scored 16, and Zion Swader had 14 of his own. Western out sits at 12 and 15, 8 and 13 in the MIAA. They will host Pitt State on Saturday in what is more than likely another must win for the Missouri Western men. They will more than likely going to have to win that game against Pitt State on Saturday to at least assure themselves a berth in next week's MIAA tournament. That will do it for tonight's show. I want to thank um, LeBlanc girls coach Jackie Steltonpole and East Ashton girls coach Dustin Barnes for joining the podcast on tomorrow. Let's run down the district championship schedule on the boys' side for Friday night. I will be in Rosendale for Class 2 District 16 action as Bishop LeBlanc, the one seed, will take on second seed in North Andrew. That championship game will take place at 6 p.m. there on tomorrow night 
in Rosendale. Let's talk about Class 3 District 15 at Lathrop at 6.30 tomorrow night. will be St. Pius taking on Mid-Buchanan. The Dragons looking to win another district championship. They're in the title game for the seventh straight season. Class 2 District 15 in Plattsburgh. The host Tigers will host West Platte at 6 p.m. there in Tiger Country. Class 1 District 16 at Jefferson. That is Platte Valley. The Platte Valley will take on Rockport at 6 p.m. for a district championship there. And then Class 1 District 15 in King City. Second seeded Winston will take on one seeded Pattonsburg. That is also slated for a 6 p.m. start. We will have uh, photos, recaps, and highlights from tomorrow night's district championship in North Andrew. Want to thank all the listeners. Want to thank all of our great sponsors. And we will see you guys tomorrow night for another edition of the Post-It Notes.